The Business on RT Radio 1 with AIB. We know that your focus is on your business. That's why ours is on supporting you. Well, it looks like AI deepfakes have also infiltrated the world of social media influencers. AI-generated models with distinct personalities and life stories can now be found on a mobile phone near you. And companies are hiring them in their droves. Some companies say they're cheaper than human influencers and sometimes easier to deal with. She from Mulqueen has been finding out more about the bots selling products going on tour and coming to a school near you. Okay, so we're on little Michaela's Instagram here. She has 2.6 million followers. Like she has her 2023 recap in a reel, her getting her hair done, multiple ads for BMW. She's obviously a brand ambassador for BMW and they're very stylish. They're very well curated. Rob Kenny is an influencer, but also runs a PR agency. We're scrolling through some of the top influencers on Instagram, but things aren't always as they seem. If you're late to the party, hey, I'm Michaela. I'm a 19-year-old robot living in LA. And hundreds, if not thousands, of people comment. (laughs) I mean, they know it's not real, but they're like, love you, kiss, kiss. Like, she's not a real human. (laughs) You're talking to a digital agency. They can look genuinely like a real person speaking to you, though they may have a deadness about the eyes and a uh, robotic-sounding voice. Tech journalist and podcaster Elaine Burke. So there's one called Aitana Lopez, created by an agency in Spain. It's a pink-haired avatar that promotes products like Olaplex, which is for repairing hair that's been damaged through dyeing processes. But obviously this avatar can't use Olaplex when they don't really have any hair follicles to work with. I mean, is it really any different than when you have a celebrity endorsement for a product? Because we all know that the celebrities that are endorsing high street makeup and shampoo that you can get from your supermarket are definitely not using that product. I think it's a dystopian Black Mirror-esque world. They are cheaper, as they should be. There's no um, baggage. What did they tweet six years ago? You know, you can book a sports star ambassador who is really bad at being a spokesperson, where you might be booking them for a big shoot and you're there for hours trying to get like five minutes of good content. In that scenario, you could imagine using an AI version. That sports star is still paid for their usage rights. However, it's an AI-generated version of them that's used instead. So you can just generate the brilliant content. I have a motion capture suit. I have to really be her in a way. I have to give her life, breathe life into her. One of the world's most influential digital avatars is Nunori. German designer Jörg Zuber creates her content through CGI. Nunori is very much into fashion and the world of glitz and glam and women empowerment. So this is where she is like very active. Between 18 and 25 uh, years are most of her followers. We started with our first uh, collaboration uh, with uh, Dior and she was taking over the whole account for 48 hours during a fashion show and she was reporting about that fashion show. Ninori has become so popular that she signed a record deal with Warner Music. We uh, decided to come up with a song that, that has quite a strong message, like the dominoes, whatever action you do, it has a certain kind of reaction. If you smile, you might get a smile back. So her voice is based on my voice. And then as I'm not a person that is able to sing, we uh, needed to have like a program that is actually detecting the heights and lows, the speed. And there we used an AI technology tool that really detects the certain kind of waveforms. So it's really a unique voice of her. (laughs) 
So yeah, there's lots of creative use of AI happening in music at the moment. Benny Bjorn and co are sitting at home comfortably, but these avatars are on stage just about every night in London. And also had a broader effect on the London economy, where it's thought to have brought in 322.6 million. They're now looking at doing an Elvis hologram tour. And Elvis famously never toured outside of the US. And, and apparently they're not just going to have the hologram. They're going to try and really create the feeling of 1958's Memphis. Do that with temperature, taste and smell. There's an interesting use of avatars uh, coming out of China in that they have this really lucrative live commerce arena. People are basically making sales in real time. These virtual avatars, you don't have to pay them an hourly fee. They could just go all night, 24-7. They don't need to have a lunch break. And it raked in $4.6 trillion. Some companies allow people to create their own AI friends. You can take it a step further and design a virtual girlfriend or boyfriend. Well, you seem like a person, but you're just a voice in a computer. I can understand how the limited perspective of an unartificial mind would perceive it that way. You'll get used to it. You've actually even decided the personality traits, the look, very controlling. But it does have its advantages for people who maybe struggle with forming relationships. One company got a little bit uncomfortable with the direction these virtual relationships were taking and called a halt to them. And people that had had long-term interactions with these avatars, they did describe it as feeling like they'd been broken up with. It's a bit like, it's not you, it's my programming. Will these avatars become more and more a part of our working lives? Our AI is called Athena. We use her as a personal assistant. Hi, David. My name is Athena, and it's nice to meet you. And you just turn around and go, hey, Athena, book me a meeting with these people. This is the agenda. Can you write that up for me? Jarvis was the personal AI for, for Iron Man. Everybody's going to have that in the next few years, helping you, um, you know, with your life and your, your daily work tasks. David Whelan runs Waterford-based company EngageXR, a virtual reality software company. Some of them even date back quite a bit in time. And then a lot of our education clients. So we have like George Washington, Nikola Tesla, Neil Armstrong, feeding these um, AIs information to say, hey, you're going to act in the role of Neil Armstrong. This is the information that you're going to answer. So a kid can go in and speak to Neil Armstrong on the surface of the moon and ask him questions about the mission. Despite having his doubts about some of these avatars, there's one Rob can't live without. Christina Aguilera is my, she's my, she's my voice of my satna, <laughs> guiding me as a digital avatar. So she's telling me to turn left and turn right and go straight. You know, you're about to go into bad traffic. Like she'll say things like, um, words can't get me down, which is obviously lyrics from her song, Beautiful. But she's like, this traffic might. <laughs> She from Old Queen reporting there. Well, that's all we have time for this week. The show was produced by Aideen McLaughlin and Yeti Redmond. Our broadcast coordinator was Kleena Cooley. Tommy, Tommy O'Sullivan was on sound. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. The Business on RT Radio 1 with AIB. We know that your focus is on your business. That's why ours is on supporting you.